0: Welcome to another sparkling edition of the Thought Police. It's the big new podcast. Well, it's actually not that new, but it is big <laughs> and it's getting bigger. I'll tell you what, we are actually doing quite well on the podcast. Tell now. me about Kevin it. Kevin really? O'Sullivan's here. We were up above James O'Brien the other day. Well, quite rightly which too. Which is quite right too, because we're trying to destroy all of his listeners. And it's uh, pretty soon if we stop. Well, just don't worry, mate. They're, they're self-destructing. Combination of our radio shows and uh, and the Thought Police, it should be there. Now, I don't know about you, but last Friday, right... I was sort of languishing at home, busy old week, thought, you know, have some nice... We had a roast dinner on Friday night, which was... Very nice. Very nice, bit of chicken, Um, a couple of glasses of wine. I wasn't really paying much attention to the old social media, and I suddenly looked at it and thought, Christ almighty, what's going on? Because there we were, with the European Union, smack smack bang in the middle of the big row, uh, trying to impose a
1: hard border in Northern Ireland. I mean, that week, last week, was, uh, I mean, to say it's the beginning of the end for the EU is probably an understatement. It was just extraordinary. Incredible. Ursula von der Leyen's proved to be absolutely useless. As they say, if you want to get a a high-ranking job in the EU, you must first prove your incompetence at home. (laughs) And she did that as the worst defence minister Germany's ever had. At one point, they were conducting war games using... broomsticks, (laughs) broomsticks, <laughs> because just like she failed to order vaccines, she failed to yeah. order weapons for the German army. Well done, uh, uh, Ursula. So she was utterly pathetic as a defence minister, rose without trace, now has this uh, top job as EU commissioner, and last week exposed herself as completely and utterly useless and nasty and a stupid idea, And a bit dangerous, actually. Yeah, well, they think that they're, they're so addicted to their European federalism that they slightly Down the other leaders of Europe, people like Merkel and Macron, who said perhaps we better form a special uh, vaccine buying unit, you know, made up of France, Germany, Spain, Italy, Holland. Uh, Oh, no, 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 it's got to be done centrally by Brussels. Yes. So they reluctantly allow her to press ahead. She does nothing and completely screws it up. And when it's uh, quite clear she's made the most monumental cock up of all of this, uh, she starts getting vicious, slaps down. Ireland, closes the border, uh, says that three 3.5 million vaccines destined for Britain's old and the vulnerable can't go there. You know, literally costing lives. I mean, this is just dreadful. And of course, if she worked for any other organisation, she'd get the fucking sack right now. Well, of but course. the EU, if you're shit, you've got a job for life. Well, do you know, I'd actually
0: forgotten who the, her predecessor was. And I'm, I don't know if you remember, but you know, when your mind kind of goes blank and you well, go...
1: Was, was, it that that Tusk? That was that old drunk wasn't it? It was it? The drunk, yeah, yeah it was. Uh, yeah, young Claude drunkard. Young Claude drunkard. Yeah, um, and to be worse than him is really quite an yeah. achievement. Yeah, even within... he came. He came out last week saying right. that what she was doing was a disgrace. Right, and if he says that, <laughs> if he says that, trust me, what she was doing was a disgrace. I mean,
0: even pissed he was a better commission. Yeah. You
1: know, EU commissioner than she is. Then she is sober. Yeah, I mean, as I said last week, the what she proved the EU to be was useless, in not. Ordering any vaccines, Uh, childishly petulant Mm. in saying, "Right, well, Britain can't have them anyway," Uh, and then vicious by closing down in a temper the Irish border, and then feeble, and then feeble for backtracking and doing a big. And also, let's
0: not forget the other thing they were doing was raiding the effectively raiding um, the the vaccine manufacturers' factories to make sure that they were telling the truth about whatever it was. They also she also lied about the. Uh, the best endeavours threat in the contract, you know, because she said, oh, that's not in there, and then suddenly the contract comes out, and there is. Well, it it was her and
1: fucking Sturgeon. They Mm. both said, right, we're going to publish the contract uh, between AstraZeneca, uh, Pfizer, and uh, the government, uh, and the the EU and the British government. And so the contract with the British government, which was duly published, by the way, Nicola Sturgeon cannot possibly have read it, otherwise why would she threaten to make it public? Well, don't get me Uh, started on Nicola Sturgeon. But basically the contract uh, said, well, uh, EU, well, Brussels... You were basically three fucking months late. Uh, we'll do our best to get you what we can. That's all the contract said. So exposing the contract exposed the uselessness mm. of the EU. Exactly. The AstraZeneca did not lie. Uh, they said they would do their best. That's all they could do because she was so fucking late. Yeah. So uh, Nicola Sturgeon, when she said, I'm going to embarrass I'm going to embarrass Boris Johnson yeah. by publishing the contract. Hey Nicola, next time you fucking do that, why don't you read the contract first? Yes. Well, do you know what else she promised to do? Yeah.
0: Uh, to, to reveal the numbers of vaccines that she had which would be in direct contravention of what prime minister boris johnson had said please don't do that because then it starts to give away the farms everybody else right so now she's hiding behind that because yesterday if you saw the press conference she gave where she was asked why is it that scotland has rolled out so few vaccines Mm -hmm. compared to england and she said oh well i can't answer that because obviously i'm limited in what i can say about how many vaccines we've got so, I mean, this is a woman who is now tying herself up in knots to avoid answering any
1: questions about fucking anything. What we were saying uh, like, like, like last Thursday, Friday Uh, because Nicola Sturgeon on the contract debacle uh, I'm going to publish the contract we'll read the fucking thing first then you wouldn't have threatened that she obviously took a look at it and thought oh fuck that Yeah, but that'll make me look a lot right dickhead (laughs) again Uh, so she disappeared right Uh, you know became the hermit the disappearing Scottish leader didn't hear from her for days Uh, and she didn't manage to
0: put a tweet out funnily enough about the EU's massive blunder on Friday night
1: Yeah, yeah but she has yet to clarify her position as to why she backed her initial reaction was to back the EU Mm. as the EU were trying to blockade 3.5 3.5 million vaccines yeah. getting to Britain, yeah. ordered, paid for and destined for our, our old mm. and our vulnerable. Mm. And that includes the people of Scotland. We still have no, an explanation for no. that. Uh, and you probably state, won't get, get probably one probably either. You not need one. Yeah, of course not. Because she's screwed it up again.
0: Right. And also her husband this week a, a refused to appear before the, uh, the, uh, the inquiry into the whole Alex Salmond affair, yeah. right? Yeah. By just saying, I'm not going. Peter Morrell, his name is, and he says, "I'm not, I'm not doing it. Yeah, I'm well, just he, not." He's just dropped not me a shit once already. Well, he has. I mean, he? she's obviously told him, "You're not fucking going into that room, mate. Otherwise, our marriage is over." Yeah,
1: well, <laughs> if I was you, mate, I'd go into the room <laughs> then. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean of that marriage, if I was you, it is
0: quite extraordinary what's going on there. But I do detect, and I mean, we've been doing a fair bit of it ourselves, and I know you have as well on your show. Yeah. Um, there's a fair bit of uh, kind of eye-opening going on about Scotland because there's been this Looking ridiculous useless. kind of view that Nicola Sturgeon is so clever, she's so smart. Look at how much better she is at PR than Boris Johnson is. Look yeah. how much better she's doing. And it's all a paper tiger, isn't it? It's yeah. all literally built on no foundation of
1: truth whatsoever. Yeah, well, she's useless. I mean, she's making a real fuck up of Scotland. Yeah. Has done from the word go. You know, her anti-alcohol policy. She's gone mad. I mean, she used to be
0: quite an interesting woman. I used to know her quite well in Scotland uh, when Alex Salmon was in charge and she was his deputy. Um, And in fact, it came quite close at one point to the Daily Mirror in Scotland because um, I'd, I'd gone to Piers and I said, yeah, I think we should endorse the SNP because they're absolutely kicking Labour to right, death, right? right? And by this time, the Daily Record, of course, was the Labour supporting paper yeah. in the same building yeah. run by that maniac Peter Cox, remember him? <laughs> uh, who used to have running battles with me on a regular yeah. basis. It was great fun. Um, Middle name sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, uh, I said, you know, it makes no sense for the Mirror in Scotland to support Labour because, one, the Daily Record's already doing it. And two, there's a great opportunity here to to grab some new readers, right? Now, as it turned out, of course, the Daily Record stuck with Labour and The Sun ended up uh, endorsing the SNP, which was a very clever move Mm -hmm. because they got all the nationalists on board. We were about to do it but couldn't, apparently. And do you know why? Why? Because Victor Blank, who was then the chairman, uh, who was very much in with Labour, because yeah. in those days I yeah. guess it would have been still Tony Blair. It was Blair, I think. Um, days, yeah. And they was very much a Blair, Blair Brown, right, sort of, that, that era, yes. Yeah, that era. Um, and he kiboshed it. And I, at one point, there's a guy called Mark Hollinshead, uh, who used yeah, to be the, in charge of yeah. the, the record and the Sunday Mail in yeah. Scotland. He suddenly appeared at my door one, one morning and he said, um, I hear you're thinking about... Uh, Possibly endorsing the SNP—is that true? I said, "Well, it's none of your fucking business." <laughs> I'll tell you that for a start. I said, "Who wants to know?" <laughs> he said, "Well, um, I've been asked the question by um, by Lord uh, What's His Face Blank, Blank. Victor Blank." Um, I said, "Well, why don't you ask him to ask Piers Morgan?" That's who he should ask. He shouldn't ask you to ask me. Piss off. So he did. We didn't get on terribly well, are we? But we actually got imagine. on. We got on all right by the end of it, because he ended up running the Mirror in England. I know he did. Uh, in the UK. I, I suppose there. that's why I you would have been there. Time, yeah. yeah, He very famously he fell through. It all well. No, no. Well, the thing that's amazing. <laughs> who does? The thing that's even more amazing, you'll remember we were at that party uh, a few years ago for um, Matt Kelly's organ uh, around oh, the, the new back European, of, uh, yeah, yeah. Do you remember? Um, yeah. And we were there under false pretenses because we were both standing there going, I'm not quite sure what we're doing here with yeah. all these fucking remains. Well, actually, I
1: used to write a few pieces Did for Did you? Him. Yeah, so... Well, I he think... invited
0: me because I guess we must have been doing the podcast or something like that Yeah, point. yeah. But... um we uh, we ran into Hollingshead that night. That's remember, right, yeah, and he yeah. said, "Oh, you'll never guess where I'm working." And he was back at the Mirror. He'd been rehired <laughs> to fucking well run a run a sort of line over the, the the management. Well,
1: you know what you know what it's like at the Mirror Group. Nothing succeeds like failure. Well, that's right. Yeah, and can, I mean, get rid I, of readers, get promoted. I'm
0: surprised they've managed to find anybody else to fire for heaven's sake, am yeah. I mean, never So, fucking but he famously he now. was famous for falling through a glass table. Um, in Scotland, a do, which I can't, I don't think I was at. I think it was after I left. But um, he he quite liked to drink, and and it was one of these press club press press charity balls or something like that. And uh, I'm sure very he just tripped. very late on, he tripped and fell through a coffee, a big glass coffee <laughs> yeah, table. No, I heard about yeah, that. it was pretty un- pretty embarrassing. That. But yeah, so um, so the SNP have basically killed the Labour Party in Scotland. But I think the problem they've now got is that they've forgotten what they stand for because they know they don't really want a second referendum. I mean, all these people... you remember that guy that rang into my show, Gary, who was English, and started talking to me like... He's saying things like, you people. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean exactly by that? Fucking you people. You're the one that's English. I'm the one that's Scottish. What are you talking
1: about? Well, the fucking SNP have got an existential problem. You know, you're right. See, what Nicholas does, and she's making a lot of song and dance about it like like... Right now, screaming from the fucking rooftops, mm. you know, Indy ref two, give us our right. indi- give us our referendum. We will get our independence, brave heart. Yeah, you'll please never don't take talk about Alex freedom. Uh, yeah, don't talk about exactly. That is to drown out the rising crescendo about the Alex Salmond affair. Yeah, she's in deep shit. There. It's also to drown out her lamentable performance running Scotland. You know, the alcohol program uh, that she's uh, brought in has resulted in. Soaring drug addiction rates. So the yeah, heroin well, problem drugs are now is that. cheaper. Their education. Well, they got the
0: worst drug death record in Europe. Yeah. Well,
1: she's reinstated that yeah. by, by uh, making booze astronomically exp- expensive. She's also ruined their education system. Their health system is in the toilet. It's a <laughs> fucking shambles up there. <laughs> also, uh, so more she goes And more too. more
0: old people have died in care homes in Scotland by proportion than I have in England. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's also now rolling out the vaccine. 500,000 out of I think, of 10 I think million. the lowest rate of vaccination was the day before yesterday, yeah, 9,000, yeah, right? Yeah. Whereas in London, or in England rather, over the course of
1: the weekend, they did nearly a million. Yeah, 600,000, yeah, 300,000. Yeah. That piss up in the brewery you're planning. Do not get Nicola to organise it. Uh, she uh, is in deep trouble, I think. Yeah, uh, I think so. And she well, the other
0: thing that's developed this week is the sacking of Joanna Cherry. Yeah,
1: well, that's because he, she's a of Alex Sam, right. uh, proving what's really going on there. She also has
0: that ludicrous point of view that you know, if you have a vagina, you're a woman, and if you don't, you're not really. Oh. Come I mean, on. imagine having that sort oh, of ridiculous by the way, those Scottish idiots, idea.
1: Yeah, that 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 idiot Parliament, uh, the Scottish Parliament, that wants to ban everything. It's, mm. the, it's the world capital of no. Right. And you are banned. Right. Yeah. You know, kids, uh, parents can't smack their kids. You can't drink booze. You can't. They were the do first that. people to
0: bring smoking. You, you know what they well. want
1: to do now? They want to ban misogyny. Yes. So men will be. Ba- it will be a crime for men <laughs> to uh, not particularly like women.
0: <laughs> well, it will be worse than that because they've got this new hate crime bill well, coming it, in thanks yeah. to with Hamza misogyny, Yusuf, right? With but misogy- not only misogyny, but it will also be all the trans stuff as well. So um if you in any way say that you actually like women because that means you're not a misogynist and you don't wish to be mean to them, um, but you have a view about what a woman actually yeah. is, that'll also be a yeah. hate crime.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> To go back to Nicola, all this noise, this white noise she's creating, is to uh, overshadow her own real problems with uh, Alex Salmond. I think she may be doomed in that. I think,
0: do you know what happens to politicians? And it's happened to almost every single one that you can think of. Blair, Major, Thatcher, uh, Gordon Brown. um, Every single person, Theresa May... They get to this point where they think they're invincible Yeah. and they yeah. think they know better than everybody and they else suddenly realize
1: they're fucking and not. they
0: suddenly realise they look around and everyone's walked away from them and they're left standing there on their own yeah. and everyone's going, well, you know, maybe it's time to move on. Yeah. And I think that's where she is Just right like now. like all
1: politicians. they are piss in the wind and then the piss ends <laughs> uh, and uh, she'll be forgotten. But uh, she also, in my view, uh, while shouting, give us Indie Ref 2, she's only doing that because she knows that Boris won't give it to her. And uh, if she did have indie Ref 2 tomorrow, I think she'd lose it. And yeah. I think she fucking knows <laughs> well, it. Well,
0: listen, we always get a great reaction whenever we talk about the SNP in Scotland because people in Scotland are sick to death yeah. of the way that the Scottish media operates around them because they're so kind of, you know, loving yeah. towards them. You know, I mean, I um, Kevin McKenna, on a guy that I've known for years who now writes a column in The Herald. Yeah. Um, and he was never a particularly staunch SNP supporter, but even he, when I had him on, was full of the joys of spring about, but the thing is, she's so popular, Mike. I'm like, well, no, she's not popular. She is actually very unpopular in an awful lot of parts of Scotland who don't support her.
1: Well, I had a publican ring my show on Friday, a nice guy in uh, Dundee called Dan, and he's been struggling to keep... I think I've spoken to him, yeah. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Uh, And he phoned up on Friday, virtually in tears, saying, that's it, I've had to shut up shop forever. And then uh, I'll uh, paraphrase what he said, but he basically said, while people are struggling to survive, while people can't find two halfpennies to rub together. They can't make a living. Their businesses are crashing. He said, this stupid little woman is banging on, droning on about political concepts of independence. He said, I'm trying to feed my kids. You think I give a fuck about Scottish independence?
0: Well, exactly right. Also, when you look at what it is that is going on... Uh, in terms of how they propose to make it all work. Mm. There's no conversations, as I've often said, about all of the British parts of Scotland, Mm. like, for example, the royal family. Like, for example, they've already said that they would keep the Queen as a head of state. It's like, oh, that's nice of you. Um, You can't have our money, by the way. No, exactly. They want to keep the pound, probably. You can't have it. And, you know, that means that England would still... You can't have the BBC. But that also means the Bank of England would still control their their currency, Mm. which doesn't make them independent. They'd also have okay. Fazlane and other military installations mm. to, to, to either remove or to take some part in or to pay yeah. for in some way, yeah. which isn't um, sensible. Mm. Then they'd also have, of course, all the other bits and pieces of the civil service. Like Edinburgh is full of people that work for HMRC. Yeah. In Edinburgh. Yeah. And, you know, who's going to pay for all that? And and are they all going to be relocated? Are they just going to be thrown on a dung heap and say, well, there's 10,000 people working for the tax man. They're all out of a job now.
1: She wants uh, Nicola Sturgeon, desperate for, allegedly, desperate for independence from England and from London, uh, but desperate for dependence on Brussels. And here's the other problem. She mm. goes, oh, you wait till we join the EU. The EU doesn't want fucking Scotland no. to join. why would they? It's not fucking interested.
0: Well, I mean, the EU's got its own problems, as we discussed earlier, uh, in addition to which, you know, Scotland doesn't really qualify as an independent country unless they have um, probably signing up to the euro probably getting rid of the shackles with the, the civil service in Britain and also getting rid of all the military stuff.
1: Yeah, well, she, you know, they're not thinking this through, the uh, independence fighters up there. Uh, no, because it's, all, it's, you, all, it's all, all based, like you said, on, on, on Braveheart, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. We want our independence. Well, I think, yeah, can I take our freedom? Yeah. Uh, so uh, you can't have the fucking BBC, you can't have the fucking NHS, you can't have our currency. Uh, what can you have?
0: Yeah, exactly. You, can, yeah. you can't even have the castles either. Yeah,
1: honestly, they're not thinking it through. No. They think that it'll be exact. You cannot have the BBC and you cannot have the NHS. Mm. You've got to start doing everything for yourself. And you can't have, uh, what is it, the £12 a head right. uh, per, per citizen that yeah, we give the Scotland formula every, and all that. Yeah, every week. Mm. You know, so. And that's
0: the other thing, is that they've got a very top-heavy um, sort of public sector employment status in scotland because an awful lot of people work for the public sector when they started the scottish parliament which was ludicrously over budget they built a massive huge office complex down in leith Mm -hmm. to house three and a half thousand civil servants just to support the Scottish Parliament. So that's their own civil servants without the ones that actually work for the British government that they'll have to find money for. Yeah. I mean, it's an absolute
1: You can't fucking base crapshoot. an economy on shortbread and whiskey, can you?
0: You really can't. Uh, or or, or indeed planning. oil. Well, I mean, their last plan was that they were going to be as rich as Saudi Arabia. Well, you see, but all that... And then oil price and oil went went all, the, the oil price went down the toilet. Eh? Have yeah. you seen, by the way, Biden has declared war? I'm not quite sure whether he knows what he's doing here. Yeah. He's apparently declared war on fossil fuels, right? Which he did say he was going to do. Yeah, to be yeah. fair, it's
1: gone down like a fucking. Massive well, you know shit America.
0: I mean, in in the Rust Belt. Well, it's nobody
1: cost millions of jobs. Nobody wants the
0: fucking it's green economy as well. Yeah, nobody wants the fucking green economy. Boy, Everybody in America drives, in drives in around in a fucking great gas-guzzling yeah. car, right? Yeah. People love oil. People actually own individual oil derricks yeah. in California, don't they? Two remember? things
1: yeah. Two things you never lower the price on, or raise the price on in America is gas, as they call it, petrol, yeah. and beer. Right. Uh, so he's raising the price on, on gas uh, and no doubt will raise the price on beer and probably declare it's bad for you. Particularly yeah. Do you know
0: when I was uh, first living there and I went to my first job in Dallas, which was um, absolutely great fun. So I always remember getting in the car. Um, at Dallas-Fort Worth Airport and driving and seeing the skyscrapers in the distance and yeah. just singing the theme from Dallas, you know, because yeah. that was the start of the show. But when I first went there, I, there, was a, there was a guy that I, I went to work do something for the Star magazine and there was a guy called John Cotter, I think his name was, and he said, oh, you'll have a great time in Texas. He said they've got, because um, you can drink and drive, they've actually got drive-through liquor stores. I'm like, <laughs> what are you joking? He's like, no, no, you, you drive in, they give you a case of beer. You stick it on the front seat, and you can drink and drive. Yeah, couldn't fucking believe it. Yeah, that I, was actually legal. I don't think they've stopped it now, but in those days, in the eighties, it was legal. I went to Montana for the mirror
1: to drive at ninety-five miles an hour because they haven't got any fucking speed limits. Did was were you up there for the Bobby uh, Bobby thingies? I, I went up. I went up for no. I didn't. That was uh, before my time. I did go up there when. Uh, Prince William and I think Harry as well went to a dude ranch oh yeah up okay in Montana, right? great took, Montana, I, yeah a lovely place They're strange people but I went up there uh, to try and find it we found it and, and I went, they basically chased, I, us, I went chased there off when, the ranch with guns yeah I went up there I went up there, a I went up there because
0: Bobby Ewing uh, whose name I, his real name I forget Butte um in, yeah his name Dallas. is patrick duffy patrick duffy that's right his parents lived in this little town in montana called
1: butte no boulder's in colorado no i
0: think there's a boulder there as well no, anyway butte. Well, no it was montana. a little town though it wasn't it wasn't the capital it was not the capital i promise no. you um and it was this little town which looked like a town from the wild west because it had like those kind of white those wooden walkways along the side of the road right so they lived, in, they, they, they ran a pub or something in this little town. Yeah. And somebody had gone got in and robbed it there, and yeah. shot them, right? But when I arrived in, I think I arrived in Butte. I think that was the, t- the place you fly to. Um, and went to get the rental car. And they apologized to me because all they had left was a sports car. And I went, that's fine. I'll take the sports car. It was like a Toyota Celica or something. And they said, well, most people want a 4 by 4 around here. I said, no, that's no, fine. And I went for a drive one day. I actually saw old tin mines, like disused tin mines. It was fucking amazing. And it was like driving through a Western movie. And then I finally went to um, park the car up, went back to the hotel, woke up the next morning. It was about three feet of fucking snow, right? And unfortunately for me, I'd forgotten to shut the sunroof of the car. <laughs> <laughs> so the fucking car was full of snow. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get a fucking great brush and see if it froze my arse off because it didn't have heated seats in those days. Well, uh, think about
1: people at like, a place like Montana. If you, you go to all these uh, b- um, backwater states like Dakota and yeah. Arizona. There's nothing there, is there? Yeah, but the thing about the people there is they don't like foreigners. They don't like outsiders. So me and this photographer are trying to find this dude ranch where Prince Harry and Prince Philip, they weren't there anymore. But we got—we were going to go and try and find out the story of what they got up to. I, I guess they probably just rode a few fucking horses. Yeah, I don't probably. Know, don't know why we bothered. Anyway, uh, uh, we kept asking. Do you know? Yeah, where there, the, there you go. I found Boulder, Montana. Yeah, okay, there you go. It's uh, definitely, it's definitely there. Okay. okay. Um, anyway, um, they—we uh, couldn't find this place. It was, called the La- it was literally called the Lazy Q or something. Right. And. Uh, round and round and has this we realised after about four hours that the fuckers were giving us the wrong directions <laughs> deliberately and that's what they do they just oh, yeah. do not well, like do you know, it, used to, it. I, it
0: got to me when I was going to places like that I'd just tell people I was from New York because it was too complicated to save it from England
1: because yeah. they'd be like what? Yeah. You're from where? By the way, also, I was in a place, what was that? Missoula, Mus- Mus- I was in. Oh, where was that? That's uh, in Montana, okay. a really nice town. Uh, well, kind of nice, you know, it's what they call a city, yeah. but you can see the end of it. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, we, yeah, I said to the 10, d- to maitre d' of the hotel, when I say maitre d', I mean guy in cowboy hat right. sitting behind a table in yep. the foyer. I said, uh, so what's the best uh, restaurant in town? And he said, I oh, want to go on there, Joel's, Joel's Steakhouse. Uh, so uh, that, that's all they had to Steakhouse. And, you know, sure enough. The steak's got, probably pretty good. Oh, though. man, the steak's you massive know? and great. Uh, you didn't get anything with them. No. Uh, for a couple of bits of fries and that's it. <laughs> and I said, uh, and I said to the waitress, I said, Could I have a look at the wine list?" And she looked, a bit, looked at me like I was some sort of lunatic. What? Can I have a look at the wine list? And they only serve beer. That happened to
0: me in uh, Kansas. <laughs> I went to Wichita, Kansas once with Boris Yeltsin, believe it or not, uh, who never stopped drinking Jack Daniels. Literally, never stopped. He was constantly on it, um, and. Uh, I stayed in some, I think it was a Hilton or something, and I was like, so I said the same conversation. We're, we're, what's the best restaurant in town? And he's like, what? I said, do you know, like a, what sort of restaurant? I said, well, like a, a French restaurant maybe or something <laughs> like that. He went, those are Denny's up on the highway. <laughs> and this is quite a big city, right, Richardson? It's like, yeah. I think it's the state yeah. capital or yeah. something. Like of Kansas and I was fucking flabbergasted they literally didn't have any decent restaurants yeah
1: well I know, know
0: this is starting to sound very middle class yeah, I,
1: love, no, I love America and I love Americans uh, but a lot of them are not the most sophisticated people on, on the planet well we've They're talked really about not. this
0: haven't we when you get away from the main sort of cities and and, backwater. and the coast and, the, and the, the east coast and the west coast and this tiny little bit in the middle where Chicago is there's not much going on.
1: Oh, no. Fuck off. And most
0: it? of them, of course, I mean, this is a true, I think, true statement as much as it was years and years ago. Something like 60% of Americans don't even have a passport.
1: More than that. It's, about, just, it's over 75%. They don't fucking leave the country. Yeah, near, uh, only, uh, only about a quarter of them got passports. And if they
0: do leave the country, they mostly just go to Mexico or the Caribbean. Or the Caribbean, as they like to call it, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, I, I saw a lot of that down in L.A., yeah. where people would drive down to Mexico, including yeah. us. But uh, yeah, they're pretty sedentary people. They mm. don't leave their own country. They're suspicious of the rest of the world, uh, and therein lies the problem. Talking of uh, America and the rest of the world, I see fucking Joe Biden. Yeah. he's not really rushing to uh, call it a military coup in Myanmar, is he? He's a bit uh, quiet. Do, you know do you why? know why? Do you know? Because he's scared of offending his China. friends in China. Is is that
0: right you know because i did say the other day Fuck when we, we did it you know this will be interesting first test of his foreign policy mr yeah, joe yeah, biden yeah. who apparently is going to stand up it. he's going to stand up to china Oh yeah? yeah. Well, here's
1: your chance, mate. Yeah, yeah. He but he deplores what's happening in Myanmar, but he will not condemn uh, the uh, military coup. Will not call it a coup. No, because uh, ch- the Chinese back the military in Burma, and to call it a military coup would offend the Chinese. Yes. So old Joe, fucking smoking Joe, is as silent as a well, dead baby. On let's it. give him his, his his his
0: due. He's been president now for what about two weeks? Yeah. Um. His, uh, his, he's made that one speech, I think, which we pointed out the other day, where he said 300 Americans are going to be vaccinated rather than 300 million. Yeah. Um, he's had uh, himself filmed losing a pen inside his inside jacket pocket because yeah. he couldn't actually figure out how to put it in there. He hasn't done He's done fuck all about Myanmar. Um, he hasn't rolled out 100 million fucking... Yeah, I'll um, tell you who rolled out all their vaccines, President Trump. Yeah, right. Well, do you see, they've also... I think I'm right in saying they've just um, approved that... Um, uh, that in, incomprehensibly uh, pronounced drug for uh, which which Trump was calling. For All right, to which do. Trump
1: said everyone should take. Yeah. yeah,
0: well, they've now apparently approved it, according to uh, a piece of information I, I got today. I might today. give that one a miss. <laughs> uh, well, you might do, but the point is, is that there's going to be an awful lot of stuff that Trump set into play that Biden is going to benefit from. And that Biden supposedly this week—is um, it not the case that the Senate are supposed to be looking at now in, impeaching Trump again, yeah. which they really should fucking give up on?
1: Well, February the twelfth is going gonna, gonna to happen, isn't yeah. it? But uh, well, I don't think—I
0: thing- mean, I don't think it's going to happen. I think what's going to happen is they're going to have a meeting. Uh, they're going to present the um, impeachment papers, and it's going to be voted down because they're not going to get enough people to vote for it.
1: Well, haven't they already invoked for the impeachment?
0: No, I don't think so. I mean, they've got to February the 12th, I think it's supposed to be. No,
1: yeah, but I thought that this is what I'm saying. I think they, they, they could. They could backtrack on it.
0: Well, I think what happens is they now have. Because it's to, a
1: fucking bad idea. They're going to lose. Well, they are. That's what I mean. It's Trump not gonna, will be acquitted it's 100%. Not happen. 100%. And he 100%. Presumably won't even be there, will he? Uh, I don't think he actually has to be there, no. Uh, but his, obviously, his legal team has yeah. to be. Mind but you if I, I know Donald... He I know hasn't got Donald, a legal team, though, is he? Well if I know Do- uh, Yeah, but if I know Donald, he'll turn up. Because <laughs> mm. he knows he'll win. Just to give him a hard time. Oh, fucking right. I
0: mean, it really is a ridiculous situation. Pelosi's mate. a bloody
1: danger to the Democrats.
0: She ought to be retired. Oh, she's about 107. I know. Absolutely bloody ridiculous. So what have you got coming up this week on the old football front? Because, um, you know, Fulham... we've well, we got more and more...
1: Uh, difficult uh, fixtures. We uh, we had two games over the last week, Brighton and West Brom, six points at stake. We should have got six points. We got two of the fuckers. So uh, <laughs> it's like goodnight Vienna. Fucking so you team. Think that, so team re- ca- are you already capitulating yeah. to going down then? Uh, well, I'm not quite prepared to accept it, but uh, in reality, we're in a lot of shit. Yeah. It's got a decent team. We just can't take fucking But, you know, goals. are you one of those people
0: that would say you'd rather be in the championship because... Um, I know people who have said this to me before. It's more, it's more fun. They'd rather be in the championship with a team playing well than in the Premier League with a team playing shit. Well,
1: even if you're not playing that well, the Championship is more fun. Yeah. Because the Premiership is six teams with a load of money, and then the rest struggling to survive mm. Mm. every single year without yeah. without uh, fail. Mm. So it's a bit sort of monolithic in the uh, Premiership. Yeah. Uh, you're either struggling, or or you're owned by some Arab or a R- Russian oligarch. Mm. You know, simple as that. Yeah. So uh, we are, we well, are actually owned by a. a an American, Malaysian-American multi-millionaire, billionaire, right. I think. But uh, doesn't seem to do as it's much Is he the guy
0: with all the exhaust uh, places in America?
1: Uh, he's uh, Yeah, I think he is. He's, uh, what's his name? Sahir Khan. That's him, yeah. Got a big tash. Yeah, that's right. Um, I thought he was Pakistani. He owns the, owns the uh, uh, Florida the Jacksonville Dolphins. The Jaguars. Jaguars, yeah. one of those. Uh, that's another thing, actually. It's a, I thought it was a
0: Super Bowl this weekend. And I nearly was all prepared to stay up and watch it. But I think it's next Sunday. So, I'll probably watch that. It's the last vestige of Americanism. Tom Brady might get
1: his eighth. Is he going to be playing? Yeah, I think so. Really? So, it'll be the world record. Well, I have to keep an eye on that. He'll finally be uh, elevated to the icons of all time Mm. American sport. Very good. He should have been already.
0: He should have been. Well, we've come to the end of another podcast. Uh, This is, of course, The Thought Police. We'll be back with you same time next week. See you then.
1: Is just dreadful, and of course, if she worked for any other organization, she'd get the fucking sack right now. Well, but of course, the EU, if you're shit, you've got a job for life. Well, do you know? I'd actually forgotten
0: who the, her predecessor was, and I'm, I don't know if you remember, but you know, when your mind kind of goes blank and you go, was what was that that old that, that, was, that old drunk, wasn't it? It was it? the drunk, yeah, <laughs> yeah it was, uh, yeah, John Claude Drunken,
1: yeah. Um, and to be worse than him is really quite an yeah. achievement, yeah. Even within... he came He came out last week saying right. that what she was doing was a disgrace, right? And if he <laughs> says that, if he says that, try Trust me, what she was doing was a disgrace.
0: I mean, even pissed he was a better commission, yeah. you know, EU
1: commissioner than she is. she is sober. Yeah, I mean, as I said last week, the what she proved the EU to be was useless in not ordering any vaccines, uh, childishly petulant mm. in saying, "Right, well, Britain can't have them anyway." Right, uh, and then vicious by closing down uh, in a temper yeah. the Irish border.
0: Went to get the rental car and they apologized to me because all they had left was a sports car and I went that's fine I'll take the sports car it was like a Toyota Celica or something and they said well most people want a four by four around here I said no that's no, fine and I went for a drive one day I actually saw old tin mines like disused tin mines it was fucking amazing and it was like driving through a western movie and then I finally went to um, park the car up went back to the hotel woke up next morning it was about three feet of fucking snow right And unfortunately for me, I'd forgotten to shut the sunroof of the car. (laughs) (laughs) So the fucking car was full of snow. (laughs) I had to get a fucking great brush and see what it froze my arse off because it didn't have heated seats in those days.
1: So uh, you can't have the fucking BBC. You can't have the fucking NHS. You can't have our currency. Uh, What can you have?